We all are born with the ability to speak. We all choose to use our voices. I've chosen to use mine. If you choose to listen to me, then hopefully you would understand. So allow me the ability to explain myself one word at a time. In a perfect world, it wouldn't be so complicated. Then everyone would understand. But then again, has it ever been so simple? Procrastination still be the toughest barrier that any person has to accomplish. It's hard to breaking bad habits that are self-imposed. That's why. True enough, we learn our very best and very worst skills from our parents. After all, they is the ones who teach us to survive. Now, some traits is more obvious when the attribute becomes apparent. Great pride swells up by default. When a child exceeds their parents' golden days. When you a fuck up though, then that's all you'll be reminded that you are. Could be all you ever know. Talk about a standard to maintain. But they like to say, set one and don't complain. Well, if I must say, if I think I'm going to turn everything I even glance at to shit, then don't you know I can't easily believe that I won't? nor believe that I deserve to live and exist? If my daddy and my uncles and my great-granddaddy want no good and want shit evil, then how am I going to be better when I ain't never seen an example of neither? But I ain't in no hurry to go run out there. They always say I'm going to come back with my sorry ass anyways. So maybe I procrastinate since I got to work up my own damn nerves to accomplish shit. Got to wake my own self up, too. When I have good days, I have to tell myself, good job, bitch, because I deserve nice things, too. All the things I've been dreaming of wasn't quite life-changing in a traditional way. (laughs) But extravagance, to me, is about the feeling. So when reality getting to be my real life, I say I deserve that feeling. They be mad at me, though. Looking like it, even though I don't really have a million. Better than shit, that's how I'm feeling. Treat me better than shit, because they saying I got potential. Potential to fuck up this good thing, and how can that even be possible? At work, I never procrastinate, and I know I work harder than I should. But I know I have to do it, so I do it. I got to do what I can for me when I can do it. Procrastination ain't no illness. Let's be honest. But if you do have this problem, it might as well be degenerative. I should, I shouldn't, I could, I just couldn't decide, choose, no regrets. But I'll go on later. I'm going to push the date up just to be safe when I can do it otherwise. Because let me let you know it takes untold amount of energies to keep on going when you don't want to, let alone smile. Only when I'm interrupted will it sound like it's not seamless. However, for the most part... When you have made an impact upon someone in a way that they can't dare look at you like any of the others prior because you're not like the others, it takes profound sincerity to acknowledge the fact that you appreciate the refreshing difference and the fact that it's affected you in such a way that you are humbled enough to acknowledge it. 
A lot of people are so prideful. They can never give another person a compliment. To me, it's sickening. You can see such a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful woman, and I mean in every sense of the word, well-dressed, well-put-together, you know, um, how can I say, sexual, sensual, just attractive in every sense of the word, but she has low self-esteem. You can always tell. The best way to understand someone's mind and also how they feel about themselves is to listen to the way that they insult others. When you insult someone, what you say when you are maddest of all is what really is what you truly believed deep down. And when people are meanest to you, it is when they are telling you the truth. And when someone is telling you the truth, that's why it hurts because it comes from a mean place. So why not be honest just because it is the absolute most important thing that we need to do. But being honest to others is hardest of all when you're unable to be honest with yourself. <laughs> As I'm recording this, I stand in the mirror and look at myself and I almost want to pass out because everything that I've ever, 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 ever went through in which it was a um, traumatic experience more or less, if it was something, first of all, that was um, unexperienced or just so just not ever understood or <clears throat> even fathomed, that's one thing. But to be in a situation where <laughs> it's something that puts you in a place where you feel so little and belittled and just so um, inefficient that all you can do is just feel little and less than, that leaves a very, very lasting impression, dare I say it, a gulf, to where it could create an emptiness, an emptiness that you will do all you can to scrub away. And so then some people get this ambitiousness to where the purpose of the ambitiousness is to uh, propel them towards um, esteem or <laughs> idealism or idolism. Just to be famous and popular, that is all you strive towards to wear because of the purpose, which is just to be better, be better, because it looks better to be better. But if you don't truly feel better, even when you're being better, it'll never work. Why in the world are plastic surgeons so rich? Because people will never be satisfied, and that's the saddest part of all. When you give someone the world, when you give them the world, they can't take it. They can't take it. Because true satisfaction is knowing that what you have is just enough. And anything else outside of that is a sincere, sincere thing that should be absolutely appreciated and acknowledged for the fact that it's a blessing. God never gives you more than you can handle. So therefore... Truly, how profound is it to feel as though you are overwhelmed? Hmm. Little old me, my profound thoughts that I've had sitting by myself, wondering why my world, my world within this world, is so fucked up. And how come I can't get out of my little corner of obscurity? No matter how bright my light is to others, no matter how attractive I am, no matter how, uh, how can I say, eligible I may be or wanted I may be, if I don't want to be wanted, 
when I'm wanted. I don't appreciate it because otherwise I'd be satisfied being right where I was. Because to be wanted when I don't want the person wanting me is a feeling that I refuse to allow myself to even embody. Because then I would put myself in a space of, hmm, I don't know, want, not necessarily necessity. You want me, but I do not want you because I do not need you. I do not need you because I do not want you. Needs and wants are separate. To achieve the ability to satisfy necessity is one thing. To satisfy one is something else. A necessity, a necessity is essential to survival. If I need you, I cannot live without you. But what have you done in my life to put me in a place of absolute apprehensiveness at the fact that your loss would then subsequently define my demise? How dare? I would never, I could never, because I have before. And it destroyed me, which I guess you could say is the pre-catalyst to the absolute demolishment of what I thought was what I stood for. And then finding out what I truly stood for. It wasn't even humbling. It was horrifying in a way that to embody and evoke, invoke, provoke, and just instill such a sense of fear, fearfulness at the complete and utter sincere lack of true carelessness and the fact that I am doing just enough for what I can within my means, how I can, the best I can because it's all that I can do. And when all that you can do is all that you can do, in conjunction with the fact that it's all that you can do, but it's not just to sustain yourself. There are others that will demolish, or should I say, destroy everything, which is truly to say themselves, if they don't have you as a guidance or a, how can I say, as a um, cornerstone, lack of guidance is just, I mean, it breeds just, just wildness. People talk about unruly children and just, um, oh, what's the word for it? Encourageable children or, or just hard-headed, bad-ass children. But why do we talk about the children? No, their parents. Who raised them? Because when you take something that wasn't meant to survive and then when it's given life, if you take something that was supposed to be, <laughs> supposed to be the worst thing of all and was going to be the worst thing of all, and you do something with it in a way that it, it really was everything that it was meant to be. And it's almost as though the strife and the roughness was something that was so just essential that without it, it wouldn't be as beautiful. 
I appreciate the fact that struggles define life in a way that you appreciate it. People are so inconsiderate of just efforts and how just going on and just keeping going is hard. When people do not have sincere encouragement around them, encouragement enough to compel them to change for a better just life for themselves and for others, when people have no sincere encouragement and they have been brainwashed and manipulated, it's sad what they turn out to become when you have been told something that is a outright lie and you have been told it in such a way that you have no reason to disbelieve whether or not it's you know valid and essential to your livelihood you take it and you put it to heart and you apply it to your life and then to realize that what you have been um, taught or where you have been led was a trap all along. I mean, it can really, really, it can just turn you into something that is just begging to just be put out of its misery. Like some people become so hateful and evil. Some people are so hateful and evil, but they at least deserve an ounce of sympathy because you have no idea what happened to them when they were children that's why I beg the world to just give understanding, you know, a chance. Stop judging people because we all judge. And most of us are judging others because everybody else is judging others. But when you get judged as harshly as you judge someone else, you can't take it, whoever the you may be. Kids used to say, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Yes, the fuck words do hurt. And when they are direct and precise, they will motherfucking chop your ass to the gristle. And when your pride has been stabbed to the gut, baby, you're going to bleed out. And when you bleed out, every sense of what you thought you stood for, is right there out in the open on the pavement for the world to see. And it ain't fucking pretty. Because ugliness to the bone <laughs> overshadows the beauty on the outside. Because all the fucking Mac Nars, um, Fenty, and all that other shit be damned. The ugliness underneath that shit is what you wake up and look at in the mirror. And because you want to be just this other thing so badly... If anybody caught a glimpse of that, you would just absolutely fucking wither away. And that is what makes life saddest of all. I have to live amongst these fucked up ass people trying to maintain my truest sense of self only because I want to be a better me and also because it's essential to the life that I have to provide for my children. I have to teach them how to be better people. And then they have all of these other things that just outright undermine my parenting. And it's frustrating. Then when people always want to affix a title or a cause to something, that shit is frustrating. Because every battle ain't meant to be fought. Because there is a never-ending war that will never cease until we understand that each and every one has a time and it's all its own. When is a matter of whether or not you are acknowledging the fact that you have to be aware, you have to arrive, you have to be early. 
You have to be decisive. You have to be prepared. You have to be methodical. Being on time ain't easy because life hinders us sometimes. And life only hinders you and blocks you when you're not ready. And only a wise, wise, wise person would acknowledge that. Why rush? Most people that rush end up roadkill on the highway. Horrifying. A humble person. An innocent person on their way to work. Having to look at this. Saddened at the brevity of life. And what remains. And what is here as a reminder of what was and what could be. This could change things in such a way that it could create a thing that ultimately needs to be given a new breath of life. And that is the fact that we have lost the ability to understand scruples, morality, Nothing has value. Everything can be recreated. Things have lost their pricelessness. Beauty is not God-given anymore. It is man-made. And everything that we've ever been told has been a fucking lie. This world is truly ending. But we've always been... Uh, foretold of the doom and gloom and how God is going to burn it down and you're going to hell, you're going to hell. Well, dare I say it, we've been alive. That's why we're in hell. We were born into a place that we did not desire to be. I didn't know that this is what life consisted of <laughs> until I realized that it's fucked up and I hate it. And I only hate it because I don't understand why I in particular, had to go through what I had to go through in comparison to others who I could only imagine, but justifiably so, feel as though are undeserving of some of the blessings that they have. Nothing is worse than a complaining person, an inconsiderate person, an ungrateful person, a self-absorbed person. There's nothing worse than a person who cannot see the beautiful forest for the trees. I would not dare complain about my situation if it is all that I have. And furthermore, I have to live through it to get over it. Why complain about something that is going to forever be there until you are willful and mindful enough that it's just going to always be there, perpetual and never ending and your ass is always going to be trudging uphill because you just will not see fit to fix yourself and because of that you blame every single fucking thing around you i hate negative ass fucking people so you know what self uh self um god damn it self distancing and all this shit that's been my livelihood and that has been my bread and butter since i have been here like, from the time that I was born, in 86. Like, I don't like people. Oh, I love people. But I don't like people because they're just so icky. They're so icky because they just don't want to acknowledge that they stink sometimes. 
They stink sometimes and it's okay to stink. It's okay to be dirty. But not knowing you're dirty is the only difference between filth and uncleanliness. Used in the same context, but different things. Or just, you know, messiness or filthiness, I guess, for lack of better words. Just simply needing to tidy up is completely different than needing to completely overhaul and just obliterate and redo. Some people are so lost in what they think is just the answer that they ain't going to listen to reason. And because they lack the ability to reason, they are in a hamster wheel called <laughs> denial. A hamster wheel that's big enough to fit, you know, fit companions in that bitch too. But see, they have to be, uh, how can I say, um, they have to be indirect and they have to be covert because a uh, insidious person or a uh, tempestuous person or a completely acidic and fucking noxious, toxic ass motherfucker, they're not going to let you know that they are just life's walking fucking black mold just to have you they ass in the room like your ass is going to get fucking bronchitis your lungs are going to fall out like everything you breathe on is going to fucking die just because you was around this person like nobody lets you know that they are that negative but hopefully you understand that intuition is god's given spotty senses bitch so just imagine when you're at home and spiders start suddenly coming out, but only when a certain somebody is around you or certain things present themselves, which are like certain physical representations, anthropomorphized, like physical, like examples of just what life said. I don't give a fuck about and put in a box and just threw away. Like they didn't even close the box all the way. They threw that shit to where it just fell out the box all off to the side and they kicked that shit. Like I don't even want to touch you no more. You are so fucked up. I will rot if I touch you. God will turn me to stone if I look back upon your toxic ass. Like nobody will ever just acknowledge the fact that somebody's that fucked up. So with that being said, when a person is so arrogant, just so incessantly condescending, such a asshole, I mean to the 10th degree, that they've never been told anything other than yes. When they are fucking emphatically told no, furthermore, no amount of money could ever compel the uh, appreciation or vindication that you're trying to um, receive they will go to drastic measures to attain these things some people become murderous and like absolutely psychotic which proves that they had it in them all along but it took something drastic to bring it out to cure your whole fucking family because you lost your job and your house and your position is so just backwards ass stupid and i mean i'm, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it the richest of the rich could take a few lessons from the poorest of the poor because being poor is a mentality. I can have nice things just like you that I spend a lot of money on, but because I don't have the things that you have that uh, impose this um, presence of just, you know, uh, affluence.
affluency or just appropriate just um, appreciation of the fact that I'm just amongst greatness. Like if you don't have these affects to, to just compel people to give you this praise that you just so desire and more or less you have to have it given to you in a way that the world can just, you know, the world can just ooh and ah at the essence of it. Like that is just bullshit, you know. And I kind of wish that we could all just be not necessarily on the same level because competitiveness is also necessary to survival. Because if you have not had to work hard for something and it's easy, when it gets hard, you will die because survival of the fittest that means you try with all of your essence, your resiliency, your ambitiousness, your cutthroatness, your absolute, absolute spitefulness. Certain things are necessities in survival, and certain tactics are necessary, which begs the question, again, going back to my former statement of people turning out to be so just, you know, um, infamous that people just hate to even mention them and they're looked upon as the more just um, forgotten parts of, of history, the parts that were just whited out, like it's just never happened. Like, no, we need to go back and look at that because there is something in their life that pushed them over the fucking edge and it just took a couple of more minutes of just concern and acceptance and encouragement that could have really put them in such a place that they would have never been that way. But nobody cared enough. And the fucked up part is nobody cares until it becomes a problem. And any problem that affects someone else is a fucking issue. And sometimes it's an issue that's so big of an issue, it would crumble everything that ever came before it. Because this problem is not a problem that's willing to be uh, allowed its space to breathe the air, you know, that would just completely, um, how can I say, uh, infantize or, uh, how can I say, um, put the situation in such a light that you see the immaturity of it, so to speak, and you see the ignorance of it, you see the desperation, you see the just, um, you see the addicted, just um, worst parts of a person, parts that were, you know, there when there were no other choices and survival was the only thing. And that was the only thing that you thought about, survival. So you did whatever you could. No one, and there's very few exceptions otherwise, no one can just say, you know what, I did this, I did this, I did this, because to say it, <laughs> you have to live with what you did, first of all. And if you have others who are dependent upon the uh, the image of you that you have, I mean, currently, the prior image is enough to just completely, um, <laughs> how can I say, level everything there enough to where everything that comes after is just like absconded in such a way that we will not acknowledge anything before or after because the whole thing is a cancer that just cannot exist. That's a powerful thing. And I guess it all goes back to intention and beliefs 
decisiveness, self-awareness most of all, and the individual notion of the fact that we have to work on ourselves. As within, so without. If you haven't got an ounce of it in you, if you see it and it's something that you need, if you're unable to get it by ethical means, some people are forced to do um, you know, things that are not, you know, necessary, but they do it. And it's such a vindictive or, you know, horrifying thing or tragic experience or, you know, anything that just, you know, kind of um, reiterates the fact that life is just so precious and so misunderstood and so delicate. Anything that brings back the notion of just sadness and pity for the lack of just unknowing then work on yourself to present yourself in a better way that you can, um, how can I say, attract these things or, or inspire these um, people to try their best to look at themselves in a way which I don't want to be like them. I don't want to feel like I have to be like them. I'm okay being myself. I don't care if they talk about me. I don't care if I'm bullied. I don't care if I'm picked on. I'm okay. I appreciate the fact that you don't like me because I'm different. I accept the fact that you disrespect me because you don't understand who I am enough to value the fact that I'm different from you and appreciate that I'm unique enough to not even to not even just to not even categorize. I'm different and it's okay when we're all able to say who we are and define it by our own definition. The world will be a better place. Now that I know better, mirrors of manipulation, broken dreams, and shards of precedent are all that remain. Necessity's ancestors are here now. They've been forgotten, but somehow they've manifested themselves and they have been reincarnated walking amongst us today. Be the change that you wish to see and don't judge me for who I am. Judge me because of who you know me to be, who I show you, what I show you, how I tell you my story is what defines me as a person and what separates me from the rest. Allow me to do what I do best tell you my story because only through my words will you learn that nobody is better than any other person and we all have much to learn because none of us know nothing and ignorance is bliss only when you know nothing better question what we know and then know that we could become everything that they didn't believe as long as we honestly and earnestly discern ourselves and discern others, only then would we truly embody that change we wish within others to see.